Hello, can you all hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Cool. <laughs> I've been having uh, tech issues because uh, I switched between my work and my personal computer, and so. How's everyone doing tonight? Good. I just posted in the Discord explaining how uh, I've been procrastinating. <laughs> I've just been really busy. Um, but I'll, I'll put up a poll after we, we jam tonight um, to gauge what time works best for everyone. I know I said I'd do that last week, but hey, busy times. Start at 5:15. I'm just gonna um, send out a work email. <laughs> Sorry, everyone out there listening. You can hear me agonize over an email I'm sending my boss.
Okay. <laughs> Do I still have Chris and Rob here? I'm here. Cool. Um, I don't know if Steve will be joining us, because like I said, I was really bad about actually confirming what time we would meet this week. Um, but how are you all doing? Good. <laughs> I don't hear Rob. I've been playing a lot of Among Us. Yeah, so I haven't actually um, played. How is it? It's great. It's not, it's it, it's the most stressful game ever. I love it. <laughs> How did it get so popular? Like in the past two weeks, like. I, I don't is know. it a newer game? No, I think it's been out for like two years in some form. But <laughs> I think it reached a critical mass of people who knew about it and then just blew up. Right, yeah, I saw it on uh, Twitch a lot. And I was like, huh, what, what's going on here? What is this? Yeah, do you understand the mechanic of it? No, yeah, indulge me. <laughs> Basically... You're like a bunch of little like astronauts in spacesuits running around either like a spaceship or like an installation on the ground. There's a couple maps. And at the beginning, I think it's up to 10 players, um, you're assigned a role as a crew member, or they say crewmate, or an imposter. I, I think you can tweak the numbers too, like more or fewer imposters. Um, but anyway, the imposter's job is to try and kill everybody by the end of the game. And the crewmates are trying to run tasks around the map to save themselves, basically. So, like fixing the shields or priming the engines or um, rewiring things that like came undone and stuff. And they, the imposter can sabotage you; they can murder you. But if you find a body, you report it, you hold a meeting, and then you vote, you discuss it, and you vote on who you want to kick out. You don't have to vote; either you can skip. But there's a lot of like drama and politics and uh, arguing. Yeah. What? That sounds cool. So it's like the thing and alien, but yes. in <laughs> all those all those comparisons came up last night. Both of those. That's cool. Huh. Yeah. What platform are you PC. playing it on? I'm playing PC? on a PC. It's on uh, mobile too, but I would definitely play it with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Way better, um, but yeah, I think it's incredible the situations you can get yourself into. That's cool. Oh man, I like how and I like how it's just um, like simple graphics. Like it's very modest, but it sounds very uh, cool in terms of in depth. How how yes. in depth it is. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we have Rob, but. You and I could practice. <laughs> Two-person yeah, herald. Yeah, um, any... yeah, me too. I've I've actually seen one person, so it can be done. Oh, uh, is there any? <laughs> yeah, right. Is there anything you would want to do to warm up? Um, I have. I know one thing. What How about it? we do? Um, I don't think we've ever done it through ooze bear. Three things. Let's do five things. Have you played three, five, or ten things? Uh, five. Yeah. Cool. So I'll say, I'll say a sentence. You'll respond with those nouns, uh, and then you'll do the same 
uh, after a few rounds, maybe we could even do 10, depending on how quick we are. My brain's definitely oh. fried, so we'll see. We, we, we might be playing, I might, have, I might be playing a different game or variant, because you said cool. But we'll see. Yeah, so so I'll give like a prompt. So um, things you find at a cave. Oh, then, okay, yeah. Yeah. Same. I got uh, it. Same thing. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so I'll start. Um, things you could put coffee into. Cake. Ice One. cream. Two. Oh. A mug. <laughs> Three. Vest pockets. Four. Overhead compartment. Five things. <laughs> um, things that you would find in the vendor hall at a Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, nerds. One. Uh, <laughs> uh, virgin. Two. Uh, uh, old Batman. <laughs> Three. <laughs> uh, washed up. Celebrities. Four. <laughs> Enamel pins. Five. Five. Things. Things. <laughs> uh, things that you that uh, you keep on your desk. Another desk. One. Soda cans. Two. Novelty pens. Three. Uh, scrapbook. Four. Mechanical keyboards. Five things. Uh, species on display at Jurassic Park. Ooh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. One. Velociraptor. Two. Brachiosaur. Three. <laughs> Pterodactyl. Four. Uh, Newman from Seinfeld. Thanks. <laughs> uh, that one tripped me up. I forgot the uh, dinosaur name. Uh, let's, let's, let's do a few 10 things, uh, cause that's going to definitely break my brain. Uh, 10 things you, uh, can take home from the beach. Sand. One. A lover. Two. <laughs> a trinket from the pier. Three. A nice fish. Four. Kelp. Five. COVID-19. Six. <laughs> A balloon themed on the beach. Ooh, seven. A hot pretzel. Eight. A caricature of yourself. Nine. A skateboard. Ten things. <laughs> um, ten spells in the next Final Fantasy game. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, um, summon ink. What? Healing. Two. Lightning. Three. Fire. Four. Uh, Moogle's Kiss. I think. <laughs> uh, oh, chick, uh, Chicka. Oh, my God. Chicka B. <laughs> chicka Six? something. Um, uh, Luna's Love. Seven. <laughs> uh, Tina's Revenge. <laughs> Cactus Guy's Punch. Nine. <laughs> Wizard's Wish. <laughs> uh, I love Final Fantasy, but uh, it's one of the 
one of the games I'm definitely lacking in knowledge on. <laughs> um, ten national parks you uh, want to visit. Uh, Utah's Big Red Arch. What? The Great Blue Hole of Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, Jersey Secret Jungle. Three. <laughs> My headset came in. Whoa. What did you just say? <laughs> what did you just say? I didn't say anything. I said jungle, and then that's all I said. There was like a weird noise. <laughs> um, well, I just said three, I think. Or four. Oh, okay. Um... The, uh, the the Great Montana Pyramids. Right. <laughs> uh, under New York. Six. The, the, the Columbia from... Um, not Columbia. The Floating City from... Uh, <laughs> Bioshock. It's Seven. Uh, Yosemite. Eight. Um, the Ice Caves of uh, Toronto. Nine. <laughs> and uh, Disneyland for rich people. Ten things. <laughs> Great job. Um, uh, ten ten um, power-ups in the next Mario Kart. <laughs> uh, mushroom. One. <laughs> Yoshi's egg. Two. Star. That's definitely one. <laughs> Three. Uh, the Kanuki suit. Four. <laughs> uh, Peach's <laughs> Peach's power. <laughs> uh, Bowser's brawl. Six. <laughs> uh, ghost grift. Seven. Banana peel. <laughs> uh, the blue shell. Nine. And uh, oil slick. Ten things. <laughs> Ten things. Oh, that's the one uh, oil slick. I wish we could play that, but that's very much a visual thing. Have you played that? No, what is that? <sighs> it's kind of like Zip Zap Zop. Um, but it's circle based and, um, but what based, I'm sorry, uh, circle based, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, you, and it, it's probably not called oil slick. I don't know the actual name, but you, you go around in the circle, you can do a ramp or you can do like a banana peel or oil slick. Um, or what's the other one? Um, there's some other move. But basically, it's sending like the the clap, essentially okay. back and uh, like forward and back between the group. We can't do that, especially with two people. <laughs> but especially with just audio. But yeah. for 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 those who are listening, that's a good game. Uh, I can I can put that in the notes. Uh, in terms of games we can actually play, uh, let's try. Even though it's just two of us. Uh, I haven't used the spotlight, but we can do, uh, like, the story. Um, okay. 
I don't know how well it's going to work out with just two people, since obviously we'll know, but I'll, yeah. I'll be the one deciding when you and I go. I okay. am... Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Uh, where is the spotlight button? I'm not seeing it. Oh, um, it's, next, it's next to the player's name. Like, it looks like oh, a okay. sunburst. Yeah. Got it. Oh, straightforward. There we go. Now I know. All right. I'll have you start. Is there a suggestion? Yeah, let me pull that up. And Rob, please tell us if you're here at any point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready, Chris. Are you going to give the spotlight? It should be on or... you. It says spotlight I, I on Chris. I actually don't see myself as a player. Um, but what? also, I don't see the suggestion. What? 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 <laughs> oh, no. Can you see uh, what I'm typing into the chat? I'm going to hit enter right now. Yes, I can. Maybe I just refresh. Um, I'm going to yeah, try that right now. Back. Okay. Do you see your spotlight now? And do you see these suggestions? Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I wonder if Fine Sagan is stuck in like a little pocket universe or something. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, do I don't have a spotlight. Now? I don't see it yet. Interesting. Maybe I have to restart. Yeah, give it a try. I cannot hear you if you're talking. There we go. Okay, so I'm back. Um, and do you see the spotlight now? Yes. Awesome. And let me pull up. So, Rob, if you're here, you might have to come back in, hit refresh. That might be why we can't hear you if you are trying to speak. If not, you can just listen. That's totally cool. <laughs> Uh, but now, Chris, if you could please start the story. Diane had gotten into Harvard on the strength of her podcasting ability. She was the girl the internet called the girl with the golden voice. How couldn't you? <laughs> How couldn't you love her sultry golden voice? She was essentially uh, like liquid butter and... She was so enthralling that she actually caused car accidents to increase by 50%. The math department at Harvard analyzed this and realized that a 50% increase was equivalent to a 200% increase relative to the same number in 1955. 
That's when Harvard really got into the statistics game. But if you listen to a podcast, you know that because it was on the third episode after she started college. She had started, by the way, as a sophomore in high school. But that's a separate <laughs> That's a separate conversation. Yes, she's, she was a child prodigy. So what? She, uh, in college, however, she, despite being the number one listened to station and, and being such a uh, golden voice, she did not have any in real life friends. Uh, she, she lived in a single uh, person dorm room. Uh, and that was the uh, not out of choice, but because her roommate despised her and cordoned her off in basically a utility closet. It wasn't <laughs> even coded for use as a dorm room, but Harvard looked the other way because the roommate's parents were so rich and influential that an entire wing of the math statistics building was named <laughs> after them. That's right. Her roommate was none other than the scion of the Clancy family, Tiffany Clancy. I don't know if scion. <laughs> I don't know if scion does it does her justice. Really, she is uh, like a, a messiah. She's the second coming, uh, not only for for uh, Harvard uh, and for for statistics and for math in general. She was the spiritual uh, second coming, literally. Uh, so much so that she was able to develop a cult following that followed her everywhere. It was based on numbers, but even more so it was based on her. She was arguably the other, the, really the only other charismatic personality <laughs> to hold a flame to the Golden Voice girl. And that was trouble from day one. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they, even though they lived in the same room, uh, you know, uh, uh, objectively, they were in totally different worlds. You could say that they were mortal enemies, actually. Uh, and so the followers of the Golden Voice Girl, uh, they, they heard of her plight and, and came to her rescue. And so Diane found herself surrounded by Patreon supporters and subscribers <laughs> and people who had just tuned in that day um, via the podcast app to see what was recommended. And as usual, it was her Golden Voice podcast. The current episode was about what was going on. That's how they found out. She had the nerve to do an episode about her own problems. I mean, it's understandable given the circumstances. And it worked, so I guess I can't say anything. By the way, I was in the next dorm room over. My name, my name was Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, that's right. The new world order in one one uh, dorm wing. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, well. That was that was a interesting story. <laughs> yeah. um, let me think. Uh, I'm trying to think of what could work between two people, and I'm, uh, let's experiment with this. And we can if it doesn't work after a few tries, we can just give up. Uh, I want to try the uh, the Simpson or Simpsons. That's where you know where my okay. mind is. Uh, the T-shirt. Uh, game like the, the 
someone describes a picture and then the other person describes uh, what it says. Um, you've played that, right? We play it with uh, on the Saturday Jam. I know that's for sure. Uh, I don't think it was at the Saturday Jam. Yeah, it was. Uh, not was the most last recent one. one. Yeah, we uh, didn't play the most recent. It's so, like TKO in the Jackbox Party Pack. <laughs> Explain, because I don't know that reference. <laughs> so, um, do you have you played any of the Jackbox Party Pack games? No. Like Fibbage? Oh, okay. So, um, Jackbox is the company behind You Don't Know Jack. Uh-huh. And their, their, like, modern offering is the Jackbox Party Pack. And they're on, like, installment number five or six or something now. But it's, like, a bunch of party games you can play that are streamed to the TV and then you all log in on a tablet or a phone so you can't see what each other are doing and you do whatever the prompts say. But they, they, they figure out a bunch of different games you can do based on different tactics like lying or joking or statistics, like all kinds of different games, drawing. And one of the drawing ones is called T, as in T-E-E-K-O. And it's exactly, that's the premise of this game. I think it's taken from that game. Interesting. You draw um, art that's unconnected to what's... Yes. What, and then, yeah. You know, I'm going to admit that I thought Jackbox, whenever I saw that reference, like, online, I really yeah. thought they were referencing Jack in the Box, like, no way. For... <laughs> I it's thought hilarious. that was, like, some promotional thing. No. But now I know. I don't have enough IRL friends so to maybe I, Jackbox I, party pack. Maybe I did... Um... Well, now that the pandemic's on, everybody's obsessed with it because it's like one of the few things you can do as a group. But anyway, because yeah. um, you can do it online. Um, the game you're talking about, maybe I was there, but I do have a notion of what the drawing looks like if I'm not drawing it, right? Or is it... <laughs> so I'll describe it, and then you'll give the, the phrase that is under it. And that's why I said, like, the Bart uh, or the Simpsons... Because that's often the what I hear it referenced to, like in an explanation. Uh, it's like the Bart uh, that's you know like Rasta, and he's like <laughs> he's like what? black Bart. You've never seen these these shirts, uh, like no. a rip off, like counterfeit, like um, stuff you would find at like the the pier, uh, like if you have a boardwalk near you. Um, what? Like counterfeit T-shirt, um, Simpsons. Uh, yeah, here we go. And they they even mentioned it on the, uh, like, Simpsons uh, commentary. So uh-huh. it's definitely a well-known phenomenon. Uh, but, yeah, basically, you know, like, under it, you know, it'll have some non-sequitur. Like, it's just, like, random, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so... <laughs> That one's crazy, the one I said. <laughs> Sorry for the not, not in the chat. Oh, you know, it sent me to um just all the results. I don't think it sent me to a specific oh, okay. one. Okay, no, good, good, because they're all wild. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> like Bart Sanchez. And so you would describe what's going on in the picture, and then I would say, I'm a Mexican radical, too. <laughs> Which is insane and definitely racist. A lot of these are racist. Um, but yeah, so let's try that. So, you know, sure. another example will be like, I'll say, here, I'll, let's just start playing. So I see a t-shirt and it has a unicorn on it. 
and on the horn it has a pizza box and the pizza box is open and in the pizza box is a, actually a bunch of hundreds and the unicorn uh, is like crapping rainbows. Um, so what, what is the, what does it say under? Here's a tip. <laughs> there you go. See? Cool. I like this. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's easy for two people. Like it's, okay. it should go pretty quick. So let's All just right, do rapid so, fire ones. Okay. Uh, there's a guy in the gym and he's he's extremely swole and he's lifting dumbbells, <laughs> uh, but he's a puppet. <laughs> do you even marry Annette, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a Tesla and, uh, under it, there's, uh, a, a, a balloon, like a rubber, uh, Darth Vader mask that it's running over. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> that works. I, let's just stick with that. <laughs> um, there's like a referee blowing a whistle, but he's at the uh, swap meet. <laughs> Your, these deals are out of here. <laughs> There's a cat and it's, it's uh, head is way larger than its body and it is licking an ice cream cone, but on the ice cream cone, there's a bunch of worms. Meow, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Great. Um, there's a bunch of guys getting like surfboards out of a woody, and it's like it's like very much like actually the 1960s. But there's like a <laughs> UFO hovering over the beach. Ooh. The the surf in the galaxy. Bro. <laughs> oh, God, that was it's really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's do one more round. There is a computer in, it's, but it's in the middle of a desolate uh, desert. And on the computer, there is a single uh, GIF. Um, and obviously, you can't see it playing because <laughs> it's just a, a single picture. <laughs> But the GIF is of, uh, it's a Simpsons wave GIF. And so it's of Homer uh, tripping on, while on the, the, chili, the hot chili pepper. Um, serves him right, LOL, but all of the E's are threes in the phrase. <laughs> Great. Um, the, uh, uh, Russell Crowe in portrait, um, and there's a thought bubble coming out of his head, and it's just Russell Crowe again. <laughs> I'm going to beat myself out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I wish I knew the name of this game so that we could just um, call it out, but that was the t-shirt game. Nice. Uh, so that's a good warm up. Uh, we've been going for about a half hour. Yeah. 
should we jump into a, a two-person herald? Yeah. Do you want to go until this, we feel like it's done, or are you aiming for like 6.15? I'm not saying to go beyond 6.15. I'm just saying, like, are we trying to end by 6 still? No. We could definitely go okay. beyond 6. Okay, that's uh, it. That's all right. Yeah, let's just end when we feel – let's not inhibit ourselves with the time. So the two of us, we've both we've done a little bit of herald here and there. So, yeah, let's yeah. let's make this as experimental as possible and see where we end up. <laughs> okay. So I'll pull up some uh, suggestions. Whoa. Wow. Uh, let me wow. pull up a wow. place too. <laughs> yeah, these are crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Paul. Uh, hi, Paul. Uh, we literally are just about to do the the herald and so i don't know you're probably still logging in so you might not even hear this but we're just about to start the opening from a suggestion so if you or rob want to jump in feel free if not it'll has, be chris and i doing a two-person has, <laughs> has paul been added to the players list uh, good, good question no you may not be able to speak Okay, so Paul, you are added to the players list. You are still you great out. Yourself. Yeah, you have to unmute yourself. You are go. unmuted now. So if you are interested, we are just about to do an opening. We haven't decided what kind. Uh, we are gonna do just a very loose herald and uh, no time limit. If you have to jump off, we did have someone jump out of our herald last week and it still worked. So that's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, Paul, can you guys? Paul. You can type in the chat too if you can hear us. Yes. Great. Are you are you interested in joining? Uh, there you go. Ah, is this Paul from Joburg? <laughs> no. Uh, we thought you were a different thought, Paul, Paul. We thought you were a different Paul because there was a Paul <laughs> who might be joining. Just <laughs> a coincidence. Okay. Well, feel free to listen. This will probably get weird. No, you are not interrupting no, at all. This is a no, great transition yeah, point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not interrupting. Okay. Bad space definition. We've got a lot of suggestions now. I know. Whatever, whatever you want to work off of, I'm totally cool with. Uh, if you yeah. want to do a living room, totally cool with me. Monologue. Yeah. Um, sure. Let's just living room it out. That's the first thing that was said. So. Yeah. A lobby. I used to work at a hotel, um, a few different hotels, but I worked at one in Berkeley. Uh, and the, the most, the story I always tell, <laughs> so it was probably the most interesting. Well, actually, I got a lot of uh, cool guests. Uh, like the director of Stop Making Sense was one guest, um, Chelsea Peretti, uh, a lot of like comedy people. They were it was like right next to the college, uh, so we so we used to get guests who were going to be performing at UC Berkeley. But okay. one time, <laughs> I was working the front desk and our bell person was walking down the halls, and he uh, came to the front desk saying he found something in the hallway. And usually it'd be like whatever you could just throw it away, but he was like. 
what is this? And uh, perspective on this, he, he was probably like 20, I was probably like 24, uh, and he, he was from Tibet. And so uh, like a little sheltered because he was he, recently to the country. And he had it in his bare hands and it was a butt plug. <laughs> and so I like not only had to tell him what it was, but then explain what it was. And as soon as I was like, yeah, it was up, probably up someone's ass. He was so disgusted, rightfully so. But I felt so bad that he was just so, like, being a good employee, just, like, picking this trash up out of the hallway. Who knows how it got there? Uh, but it definitely was disgusting. I was like, go, please go wash your hands and throw that away and, like, burn it. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't put in the lost and found? <laughs> Probably went uh, back. No, we did not put in the lost and found, although I'll give this one really short additional anecdote. Uh, someone did leave, not in lost and found, but in our, uh, we had like luggage storage. Like a, a yeah. kid was moving out and his parents were there. And I think they were from another country as well. Uh, so he had to like fly out with all his stuff. And so he checked in his backpack, or it might have been a full suitcase. Yeah, it was a suitcase. And he, they checked out. He left it there. And within, like, two days, the whole back room just smelled like pot. And uh, we were so confused. And almost all of us were stoners. So uh-huh. at first we were, like, one of us were, like, each one of us were, like, oh, uh, I think your stuff smells back there. And then we would check, and it was, like, no, it's not my stuff. And then so eventually I like looked in the, in the luggage he left and in it was a huge pound, like at least several pounds of uh, like uh, weed trim with like substantial nugs like in it. And he left it there for weeks. So it was like reeking up the back room, especially because it was summer. And so it was starting to like really heat up. And so uh, like rather than us get in trouble, and, uh, like, I didn't think he'd ever come back. I just took the weed and left the, the bag. And lo, <laughs> and lo and behold, he reached out and wanted us to ship his bag out to him. And so he did. <laughs> he, like, he fronted, like, the shipping cost. And, of course, he, like, reached out after and was like, um, something's missing from my bag. So could you guys give that it back as well? And so like, <laughs> could it say what it was? And so of course I didn't like respond to that request. So I was like, sorry, dude, <laughs> you're lost. Dude. So that, that reminds me of, of something that happened one time at a job where, um, this guy who's in a managerial like position, like was in the Slack channel and he responded with a gif of, uh, let's just say adult male talent. But it was like, <laughs> it was like an innocuous gif of like somebody like nodding and smiling, like nothing like overtly like sexual or anything. But a ton of people knew who it was. Oh my God. And the issue became, do we turn him in? Because he gets on our nerves and it would be good to turn him in. Oh my God. Or not, because if we do, we, whoever turns them in has to admit they know who that is, that they recognize <laughs> that. Person. 
<laughs> and so the standoff, we were like, let's just let it go. He got away this wow. time. To post so, another day. So how how innocuous are we like talking? So it's just a head like a head nodding, like yeah. I mean, he was wearing, wearing a polo shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like nodding and smiling at the camera, like oh boy, but like nothing was like going on, and he probably didn't know what it was. But I remember it was somebody that nobody liked, and so many people were like, we can just we could just tell management what he did, but we don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wow. look bad. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a Slack commercial. <laughs> uh, Slack is um, definitely, it's int- we're, we're using Slack now. Um, I don't think we would have, but since so many of us are working from home. Uh, but it is funny how casual it is. Like my wife and I actually work together and we'll, we'll slack um, when we're in a meeting that we're both in together. Um, and But it's just so funny because it's, a, it, it's not that different from email. Like if you think about it, like it's all recorded, but you know, yeah. it's more, it's more personalized. Yeah. But we, we like are definitely more candid in terms of like what we're putting in there like we're obviously <laughs> for the listeners we're not saying sending each other suggestive like <laughs> things uh, yeah no literally we're in the same working in the same room together so it doesn't matter uh, but it is just like an interesting like shift like professionally for the for all workplaces i think in terms of like, oh yeah, people communicate through gifts now, and like it's totally seen as a reasonable thing. I don't know. I think I'm. I, this is coming from my like, I'm I'm just in the millennial, but like trending towards slightly Gen X. So I'm like dating myself in terms yeah. of like when I started out my career, everyone sent emails and they were super professional. <clears throat> it's like, oh god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we should. I don't think we should say anything. We got to keep this. We got to keep this in the click. Yeah, if if Susie's group knows, like if they they would, it would be social suicide for us. Absolutely. We can't let this leak. We have to put this in the vault with all of our inside jokes. And with all the stuff we don't want people to find out about. I think we should keep them in separate places, but I'm not in charge of the click. No, and you know, Brittany, she usually is, but she's away in France for like at least six months. So we're kind of leaderless here. And and, and I don't know, this might be stepping out of bounds, but I think you should be, I think you should be our temporary leader. That's so much responsibility. No. I'll do it. I'm just saying. <gasps> like I'm fine doing it. I'm fine doing it. And I'm honored. It's just so. It's just a lot. It's just a lot right now. It's just. It's just a lot. What do you mean? Like, I. I mean, I. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Like I know this is. Go- I know we have to be careful about what we say because this is going down like in the minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And. 
all I'm going to say is you've been wanting this position for a long time and you were going to get it anyway you could see getting it. And so, sorry, Brittany, this was a long time coming. Okay, well, I just want to make it known, it, this is going in the minutes, that if I mess up somehow, I did say at the beginning that this was a lot right now. And it's a lot for me. And I have to keep this secret, and it feels like I'm basically doing it by myself now because I'm the de facto leader or the interim leader of this clique. And it's a lot. And if I mess up, it's not my fault because it's a lot. Well, this is going to live forever in the vault. So, yeah, I could see the pressure. And, you know, your parents going through that divorce and you uh, winning the... Did you put, they, okay, they, add, they added my parents' divorce to the minutes. It has to go on the record because you said it. Oh, you weren't, You didn't want the rest of the girls to know? We could just put it in the vault. We could, I Honestly, as okay, I'm de facto leader now. I mean, as I understand it. Yeah. Is it? Is it? But uh, I don't hear any objections. You don't object, do you? You suggested it, but do you object? <laughs> I did suggest it, but honestly, I have to object too. Wait, why? This is a lot. There's a lot right now. You objecting? I just think democracy needs checks and balances, and I think that you know you're not only treasurer, but now you're leader. Like, I want to do something too. Wow. This uprising is honestly, it's a lot. And I'm going to clamp down now because you're the only objection and the majority has voted for me to be leader of the clique. So I'm going to do that. And I vote, I motion for a vote, a vote to get rid of the vault. There's just too many secrets in the vault. If the school finds out, we're done. Well, I'm going to say motion denied. That's how we're transitioning scenes, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, I found this thing. Um, I found it on the back green, the very back part of the golf course when I was trimming back there. And uh, I guess it should go on the lost and found. We could find the person who owns it. But, uh, yeah, I don't uh, like the look of it. That is a human penis uh, that you found there. I uh, am sorry to inform you, but uh, what you got there is a, a literal phallus. Uh, yeah, so does this go in the lost and found, or do we try to find the person who, who like, look for, like, a serial code or something, or, like, a tag? Well, uh, I'm sorry to inform you, but, uh, you know, uh, I did take uh, forensics in uh, college there, and uh, according to the gangrene, I see uh, already formed on that. That thing's at least two weeks old. So, So we get to keep it, or not? Ethically, you know, uh, we shouldn't keep it. Uh, it. It should be re- reported to an authority. But uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty lazy. This we went 18 holes today, and uh, 
I think you should just probably take it home, maybe uh, give it to the dog. It could, uh, it could be a good chew toy for a few weeks there. Oh, gee, thanks. Okay, I'll just put it here in my work satchel. By the way, when I was out there, I found this thing. It was on the 17th hole. I don't like oh. the look of it at all. Oh, uh, I'm sorry to again uh, be the bearer of bad news, uh, but again, forensics is coming into play here. That is actually a uh, human tongue. Uh, I do think we, uh, you know, uh, are, oh, I think we're stumbling upon a crime scene. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have one for each hole. I was just going to go through them one at a time, oh. but if you think they're a set... <laughs> uh, you know, again, it's uh, it's probably too late to tell until in terms of uh, who this belongs to. You know, DNA. Uh, we haven't gone there in terms of technology, but uh, no, I think uh, I think we're looking at a murder here. Uh, oh, so. so I can't take this first part home for my dog is what you're saying is we reverse no 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 no. i mean again ethically you can um make the argument that we should report this to the authorities but again uh we are you know just about finished up here on the green and uh we we hit them hard today and uh i just want to go back to the club and have me a nice old bud if you know what i mean you're right. So as I understand it, I can take this part home, and we're going to sit on the rest of this until tomorrow when the manager is in. Oh, you were going to come back. Back. You were going to come back. Oh, well, yeah. No, I did. I did think we were going to report it to someone. Uh, I was. I was picturing, you know, telephoning in the 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 mayor, maybe uh, letting him know the the green is just. It's just a trash heap nowadays. That's the main problem here, is that all these things were just strewn around messily. This is a respectable country club. At least it was. It's like, what are our dudes going to nowadays, you know? They have a, yeah. they have a, they have a nice chef in the club, but... Who's out here cleaning up the green? Come on. Yeah, for real. You've got that chef in the club with his with his knives and his chopping implements. And then at the same time, somehow you've got all these body parts out. It doesn't make sense. They're not diverting funds to groundskeeping enough. You know, it's funny you mention all that because I haven't seen the typical groundsman for a few weeks now. Uh, right. I think his name was Joe. And, um, that's why I was trimming at the beginning because no one was doing it. I have cried in this place. Well, I'm sure all of these things are unrelated. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I want it back. No. We we entered a contract, and I said that you could borrow my snowblower for two weeks, and it's been three. Mm, 
it sounds like you arrived after the contract ended. So, I mean, if it's been two weeks, that's one thing. But now it's been three weeks. My lawyer has already advised me here, and he says, as my neighbor, you are held under the National Security Act to give my property back within one week or else I could declare war on your house. Aren't you my neighbor too in the same neighborhood? Yeah. So you'd be beholden to the same laws. Yeah, what what are you saying? Are are you saying you can I try to give you stuff back. I try to hold up these con, these neighborly contracts as much as possible. Yeah, no good has ever come out of a single one. Well, what what did I renege on? Just because I agreed to pick up your daughter from soccer practice when I was picking up my daughter mm-hmm. and I was 20 minutes late one time. Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to relitigate this every time? Yeah. yeah. She still talks about that. She was scarred. She, I had to get her yeah, she, she, she was crying the entire time on the ride yeah. home. My little girl was traumatized because she's never seen that sort of emotional aspect on someone just from, you know, someone being late. Maybe you right. should get well, tougher on your kids. Well, maybe you, when you have your snowblower, when someone's not borrowing it rightfully within their rights, you should use it to clear some of that snow around your little enclave where your child never gets to be exposed to the larger world and real problems. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. I think, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to bring in an outside counsel because you're making some libel statements now where you're, you're directly attacking my integrity of my household. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a snowblower, and I'm going to write out, which, at which point it becomes... <laughs> Wait, no, then it's libel. It was slander when I said it just now. It'll be libel when I put it in snow. Wow. Wow. Then, wow. Then you'll have something to, be, to cry about. But your daughter won't. She doesn't understand emotions because you shelter her. Just because, you know, just because our family had to, you know, escape from war abroad and I try to, to shelter her from all of the, the nasty stuff in the world. doesn't mean you have to go after my family. Okay. I just wanted my snowblower back after one, you know, at the, after the agreed upon time and you're the one breaching this contract. You think, you think I'm a stranger to, to war? You think I'm a stranger to war? Look at how I hold this snowblower. That's a soldier's stance. That's a trained oh snowblower stance. Are, were you? Were you in? Yep. Yep. Were you in Belize? I was in 1999. Yep, I was in the 203rd. Your your company was the reason we had to flee our our town. You burned it all down. Yep. Yeah. We're born enemies. I was never going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> and according to Treaty 95221, we should eat pizza nonstop for the next 10 years. And according to Treaty 93822, carbs are a bad thing. Continuing Resolution 95215 states, all ice cream should be slightly melted before it is consumed. Subsection B-3-C does allow for ice cream to be fully melted if it's in a trough at a party. (laughs) But Section E elaborates that if said trough is touched upon by bare hands, the entire trough must be consumed by the person whose hands touch the trough. This is known as the handy exception, and it's only been enacted three times since the Civil War. The Since the Civil War, ice cream has become humanity's saving grace. And according to uh, position 389, treaty sub-treatise 582, grace is a good thing. <laughs> okay, I know this is, this is this mic on? Feedback sound, feedback sound. Okay, I'm good. I know this is a lot, but I have installed myself as quick leader for life. <laughs> Does anyone object? I can guess who will. I, me, Rachel, I object. Again, not surprised. This is a lot coming from you, but I'm already quick leader for life. It's codified in quick law. <laughs> And you, I know you have me locked up here in, in girl jail, a.k.a. The, the girls' restroom, but this will not stand. The, the Leslies of our school will rise up and will take you down. Oh, really? <laughs> what are you going to do? Release my secret from the vault? Stuck here in girl jail? The bathroom? Yeah, I am. Because guess who was secretly an informant this whole time? What? Yeah. No. That's right. Brenda. No. No. (laughs) You made Brenda your B-I-T-C-H, and you thought... That, you, that she was going to do all your chores and she was just going to do all your bidding and she was the one telling, you know who she actually told? The principal. Oh my God. Brenda was the head of the girl Stapo on my behalf. And now I find out this deception has happened right in front of my eyes. This is a yeah. lot. Honestly, this is a lot. It's a lot right now. Remember when I told you that I was going to fail? 
happening yeah. right now. It's, Rachel, it's happening right now. Okay? And I can't be held accountable because I said at the beginning it was a lot. Well, yeah. You know what? We're at sixth period, and that's a totally different – we're just in a totally different world from second period. We're just living different lives now. And, you know, by the end of the day, who knows? Maybe you won't even be with us at all. You mean uh, – are you, wait a minute. This is a lot. You're saying I'm going to be out of the click? Not only out of the click. The principal is talking to your parents about sending you to military school. God. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. It sounds like the only thing I can do, the only recourse I have before my regime is destroyed is to unlock the vault myself. All of us have secrets in that vault. No. No. We swore we would never open it. At least not until we're in college. I wasn't a ruthless dictator back then. That was second period. (sighs) Yeah, so um, that's why we're here in front of you today asking that you uh, go out and actually clean the the green, even though you are just, uh, you know, a chef. We think our dues are not getting used responsibly. That's right. Now, you may find the odd body part out there, but I don't think you have to concern yourself with that. I don't think you're related to that at all, so it shouldn't be a problem for you. No, no. And, you know, just because you're sitting there uh, silently with your uh, brows uh, moving back and forth and your eyes shifting from left to right. There's no reason for us to believe that you aren't anything but a good person. We, we, we respect you. That's right. You're sharpening your knives as we speak because you're a consummate professional. You are licking your lips because your forte is food. This all lines up with your profile psychologically we think you'd be a great groundskeeper. And that's right. You you did ask us to meet you uh, in the middle of the night at the club in the green, uh, which, you know, it makes sense because you do work here. Uh, so uh, we, we admire your dedication uh, to your profession. And uh, we believe uh, even though we are just club members, that uh, us bestowing a new title upon you uh, is legitimate. That's right. You're a real go-getter. You showed that by being here in the middle of the night all the time and by constantly dragging big old bags of trash to the creek instead of the dumpster, which I always thought was interesting. But the creek makes sense, too. It's basically a big water trap. That's right. Uh, you know, those those hippies, uh, that environmental group, they, they come every other Saturday and clean up that creek. So you're essentially uh, taking out the trash to uh, where it will get picked up. So, uh, again, right. we commend you for your dedication, uh, and we, we hope that you take this news well. 
Also, I think you've been dumping so much waste into the creek and taking care of our waste problem so dutifully that the hippies are honestly just giving up because I haven't seen any of them in a while. Have you? No, that's right. Uh, you know, uh, we we saw them protesting our uh, our club and how much water we are using, and their numbers dwindled week after week. Uh, and uh, we see that as possibly being a response to you, sir. Uh, and so again, we thank you, uh, you, you know, for being here in the middle of the night uh, and uh, only doing good things. We could presume. That's right. Only good things can come from you. By the way, I did find a peace sign-shaped charm, possibly off a necklace, inside of a lasagna you made the other day. I suspect that this was a fancy embellishment, and I appreciated it. (laughs) So... The line's been drawn in the sand, and by the sand, I mean the snow. Yeah, uh, you know, your daughter uh, was over here uh, across the line, um, playing just before the line was drawn. Um, She was evacuated out of our house uh, at uh, approximately... Uh, looks like 2 p.m. here. Um, so um, hopefully that shows that we at least aren't meaning harm to your uh, to the, your friendlies uh, your, over there. I seem to remember back in the war a lot of tricksy tricks just like this. For all I know, you're playing three-dimensional chess right now. You're just looking for an opening. Well... I don't want to play my hand, but I'll just go out and say it. Your daughter, she let us know you were filling up the snow machine with unleaded basic instead of premium, even though in the contract, it explicitly spelled out what sort of fuel needs to be loaded into the machine. There. These are hard times, okay? These desperate measures have to be taken. And what I did was in the spirit of the contract because it kept the snow machine going, didn't it? <laughs> that's, not, that's not the spirit. The spirit... The spirit is about maintaining the integrity of the machine by only providing the best fuel available. Your daughter, you know, we had to coax it out of her, but, you know, there was no torture involved. Uh, You know, we got it out of her, though, and she let us know not only that, a few other secrets of yours. You tortured her? What did you do? We gave her. We gave her, we gave her pineapple and ham pizza, even though she said she hated Hawaiian. That's it. That's it. I'm packing up the snow machine with homebrewed fuel that I made myself. It's going to amp up the output way too much. It's going to be bleak 2.0. That is... That is against the convention. You know, you know it. You know what sort of 
noxious fumes are going to be going over the fence and into my house. We were going to have a barbecue this evening. We cannot have your stinky fumes going over the fence. Oh, we're still going to have a barbecue. Believe you me. Believe you me. <laughs> yeah, I brought the brats. Uh, where should I put them? Uh, yeah, I brought the punch. Where should I put it? Yeah, I brought the straws. Uh, I know I was supposed to bring the uh, forks, but where should I put them? Yeah, I brought this 80s boombox. I know I was supposed to bring a Bluetooth speaker. Where should I put it? Uh, yeah, I brought these napkins. And I know that I was supposed to bring, you know, the actual uh, grill itself. But where should I put these? Yeah, I brought this really long checker pattern blanket to put down. I know I was supposed to bring tables. Where should I put it? Yeah, I was supposed to bring all the guests, uh, but I brought myself. Where should I go? <laughs> so... Here I am in girl jail. My own girl jail. This is a lot. It's only seventh period. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Is there someone in the next stall? Samantha? I'm I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in the hallway. This is your father. Oh no. We are oh, no. We are no longer talking to Stu's family. So, um we're going to have to ask you to stop talking to to them. So they got to you too, huh? There's a lot, Dad. I didn't want this. I didn't want this intra-click issue to become this big spiraling debacle. But here I am. Here I am, chained to a toilet paper dispenser and girl jail because I had to play with fire politically. I didn't even want this. I didn't want any of this. I didn't even want the title. Um, yeah, I'm, honey, I, this is just what happens when you, um, you know, are going about society. You have to decide between, you know, black and white, and um, there's no gray in the world. Um, you know, you, you have to choose every day and you've made your choice and um you know as your father i'd like to see you come out of the bathroom but um you know i do respect Stu's daughter's opinion here just tell me something do we still control the snowblower 
No, I'm sorry. Stu, Stu won that no. battle. No. No. <laughs> um, it was all for nothing. The, the good news is um, I've gotten a new title at the club, and so, um, you know, I'm going to invite Stu. I'm going to give him a membership, and um, let's just say – I don't think we'll be hearing from Stu too much from here on out. So, this is the club, huh? Reminds me of a certain Central American country I was once in a war in. Oh, you were in the you were in the war too? I was in Belize. I was in the 203rd. Right. Yes, the unit right. that burned down that village. <laughs> I was going to call you a warm criminal, but you did get the Purple Heart um, after that incident. Right, it cancels out. I, well, you know, country clubs, are a welcoming space to, to mass murderers and, um, you know, genocidal regime leaders. So I think you're going to fit in just right here. All right. I'm just going to play a couple rounds and clear my head. Hopefully the, uh, the ball striking against my nine iron won't like trigger any deep seated memories. In but, you uh, or in me? In either of us. Me especially, but I mean, I guess you too. Well, you know, as the chef um, and now groundskeeper, uh, I do hear a lot of loud noises, and I've gotten used to them, so I think we're fine. I think we'll be yeah, fine. you probably hear a lot of loud noises, like the crunch of bones from a chicken you're putting into a, a big stew for dinner that night. Yeah, or the right. gushing of blood from the neck of a cow that you're cooking up to make steaks. Mm, you know, you're making me hungry. The blood-curdling scream of a lobster as you boil it alive. Oh, man. I, not only hungry, you're giving me a heart on me from the way you're describing this stuff. Wow, you are a committed chef. No wonder you have so many Michelin stars, which are a thing they give to an individual person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they, the, the committee, uh, they, they bent the rules and they said I was such a good chef. Uh, I was giving them what they wanted in terms of um, new flavors um, that they, they opened it up to, to individual chefs, at least for me. Hey, I found another one. One of these hippie bobbles out by the 18th hole. Are you, are you calling into question my groundskeeping? No, I just want to know if I my dog can have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a that's the best uh, course of action for all of us. Okay. Um, well, I found a lot more like hippie pieces in a row. Can I have all of them? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, um, I know you were a war criminal, but you're, 
I see that you're wearing on your on your back that you're a pacifist now, um, and peace and love only is what your your uh, stitch says in the back. That's right. After I fought in Belize, I had my own personal war in the suburbs with my neighbor, and I saw such oh. carnage that I I vowed to stop all violence. Not worldwide, but like within myself. Wow, that's um, that's real commendable. Um, oh, um, what's that over there? Um, I think your ball rolled down towards the creek. Why don't you go grab it? Okay, I'll head over there. Turn don't that mind. Well, yeah, don't mind me. I'm just going to sharpen my knife real quick. Okay. I'm going to stroll leisurely over there. I'm going to look straight down at the ground at the path the ball took. <laughs> my hands are going to be crossed behind my back. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it to the imagination. <laughs> so what finally transpires at the end of this scene. Yeah. Leave him wanting more is what I always say. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. That was fun. Um, yeah. Very, very, um, war. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> I'm glad you stuck around. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, kudos to you, Chris, since it's just you and I playing. And to you. Uh, yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, no, thanks. And I hear an echo, so it's giving me some uh, anxiety because <laughs> I hate my voice. I hate my voice. <laughs> now, now I just feel crazy. Uh, but yeah, kudos to Paul and uh, Rob for you yeah. listening. Um, and I will post this afternoon the the uh, the poll this evening. Cool. Thank you, Paul. Um, hopefully, uh, with more notice, we can get more players. If you're ever interested, Paul, uh, we definitely are opening it up to any experience. Uh, I'm sure you saw, you know, um, it was very lax. We don't, we don't, uh, we're not very strict in terms of how we play. So, yeah. Uh, do you have any plugs, Chris? Um, no. Just gonna go to the jam on Saturday. Yeah, who did we? Was it decided who's gonna run that? I think Mesh. Nice. I think. Well, yeah. that's fun. I also Thank noticed well. that the Monday jam wasn't put up yet, but Yeti or not got put up immediately. What's with <laughs> that? <laughs> Same day. It wow. got put up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Shot Ronin. fired. <laughs> yeah, by him. By him. At us. Yeah. Yeah, not us. <laughs> um and I did see what you just wrote, Paul. Um, no worries. I do have a, a, a presentation online in the Discord if you are interested in just getting an overview. But uh, definitely we'll aim for a longer session where we just explore what the form is, do some more games, and um, explore some more openings since Living Room, um, you know, 
it's a good opening, but there are definitely some more, uh, I don't know, just more interesting openings. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, Hopefully all of you in the uh, room and listening, join us for the next round. And hopefully everyone listening will be at Saturday Jam. So that is it. Thank you, everyone. That's not the one I meant. I meant the clap. There you go. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, thank you, and have a great night, everyone. Good night. Peace. Bye-bye.